I've been teasing this uh, mechanics lean story because I was just so fascinated by it. And uh, we had to get Adam Whiteman on the line. He is a partner at Whiteman Borden, who uh, they specialize in real estate law. Adam, thanks for hopping on the program with us today. You're welcome, John. It's nice great. to be here. Do you, uh, do you have a lawn that you got to mow, Adam, or no? I do. What, um, what time do you like to mow your lawn? <laughs> Whenever it's too long, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Because some people say you got to wait till 9 in the morning to do it, but I say that's too late. Okay, let's jump right into the discussion. A mechanics lien. I had no idea what that was, and I know it has nothing really to do with mechanics. Can you explain what it is? Well, um, you know, it's a very old law. A hundred over a hundred years old uh, in Illinois and in other states have it, and it was created to protect people who did work on real estate to make sure they got paid for improvements. Okay, that sounds fair. Yeah, we want to make sure they get paid. They did the work. Okay, exactly. And it's kind of like you know, it's uh, what happens is they want to protect these people, so they give they give the contractors or people who supply materials a lien, and uh, it's this very similar to like a mortgage. So if you don't pay your lender, uh, you know, they can foreclose on your home, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of similar. You know, when you borrow money, you have to sign two documents from a bank. You sign a promissory note, but you also sign a mortgage. And so the mortgage is the legal document that allows the bank to foreclose or sell your property to, so that the debt can be paid. Mm-hmm. And Similarly, you know, a contractor, so there's a law that says, look, if you don't pay your contractor, they have to follow certain rules and give certain notices, but they then can force the sale of your property to get paid. Yeah, so th- and that makes sense to me, right? Like if you, you want to put in a pool in the backyard and, and you, you, the contractor does it, they do the work and you don't pay them, that's not fair to the contractor. They should have some sort of ramification to get, get it back. But then how can people, what scenario would happen where you pay that contractor, you think you're all done, and it turns out you have to pay more? What's happened there? Boy, you know, there's a lot of different scenarios that could create that problem. One might be, and I've seen it in my practice, where a contractor will deny that they've been paid. You oh, know, okay. If you, if, you pay, if you pay a contractor in cash, that's a dangerous thing to do because you have no Basically, you have no proof of payment. Wow. Yeah, true. It's good to pay a contractor with a check or with even with a credit card, but anything that you can prove that you paid the contractor. So that's one way you could have a mechanics. Or or even write an invoice and have them sign it and say, you know, this was uh, I this was paid by I, I got paid, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. And that's called a lien waiver. You want that contractor to you can get a receipt saying I've been paid, but even better. You get that contractor to sign a document that your lawyer can prepare called a lien waiver. And so that that contractor can no longer file a lien. But here's the problem. Sometimes you hire a contractor to do some work, say you're doing a kitchen rehab, and that contractor in turn hires other people to do work for them. Subcontractors, yeah. Exactly. So there's a diff. People don't always realize that, that there's these tiers of people that uh, work with you to do work on your home. The first level is the person you contracted with, and that's called the contractor. And then the sub-tier is the subcontractor who the contractor contracts with. And you may not even know you have a subcontractor, or maybe they tell you that, but you've never really, you don't meet the people, you don't pay them, the the contractor takes care of all this. Exactly, in the best of all uh, worlds, right? 
in the best of all possible worlds, the contractor does his job and pays the subcontractors. Sometimes they don't do that. Um, well, then shouldn't the sub- beef for the subcontractor just be with the contractor? Or do they have the, the, the same right of law to put a lien on you and your property? Exactly. You really, you, you described it exactly right. A subcontractor who you never, you might not even know did any work on your property has lien rights under Illinois Mechanics Lien Act. And if they follow certain notice provisions and do certain things correctly, they too can cause the foreclosure of your property, even though you paid in full. Whoa. And, and you don't find out till what? You get a letter one day? <laughs> yeah, you get a notice of lien from a subcontractor and didn't get paid, uh, you know, and there are time limits, you know, like the, the sub, there's all kinds of, it's really an arcane, it's like a game, it's a puzzle. And, you know, a subcontractor who's been hired to do work on your residence has to give notice to you technically within 60 days of his first start of work. Hey, I've been hired to work on your property. Uh, be, be on alert. I might be owed some money. That really should put you on notice that, uh, hey, you got to get lien waivers from the subcontractors, too. Oh, so you can get a waiver from us uh, ahead of time. As mad, it, yes. Well, not ahead of time. You got what you want to do during that time. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Before you pay. So, and that's there's a document that the law requires owners to ask for, and it requires contractors to give. It's called a sworn statement, and that's something people don't really know about in the context of residential construction. They don't realize that these rules apply to residential construction too. But a sworn statement is this document that the contractor prepares and says, hey, Mr. Homeowner or Mrs. Homeowner, I've hired these subcontractors to do work on your property, and some I paid them this much and I owe them this much, and then technically you're supposed to hold back money to make sure that those subcontractors get paid. And wow. you're allowed, here's the big thing, that all homeowners, if you get anything out of today's conversation, here's the thing. Uh, that a homeowner can require the contractors to give them lien waivers as a prerequisite to payment. But contractors could then walk away and say, I don't want to do that. I imagine some do. Absolutely. They yeah. say, what, what, you don't trust me? Right, right, right. <laughs> and look, I'm not trying to bash subcontractors. They're just trying to get their money. Now, do they sometimes use this lien as leverage to get you to get your contractor to pay the subcontractor or to find a settlement? Is that sometimes the mechanism? They're not trying to kick you out of your house, but they're just trying to move this along in some way. Yeah, yeah. So that happens. That can happen a lot where contractors and subcontractors threaten homeowners. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a lien on your home if you don't you know, do X, Y, or Z, you know, anytime you get into a little, you know, tivy like that with a contractor, you better start calling your attorney because, you know, they're starting to, when they start to threaten like that and, you know, they should sit down and they should do things right and they should give their sworn contractor statement and not use these threats to get paid, you know. So is this a matter of, all right, let's say we're trying to protect against this before this happens. If you're getting work done, should we call uh, our attorney, someone like you, Adam Whiteman, partner at Whiteman Borden, whitemanborden.com, uh, 312-655-1000. Should we be calling you like before we even start the work just to lay out a game plan to have all that paperwork ready? Or do you wait till you hire the contractor and then, you know, someone like you would meet with them or send them a letter? How does that work? You know, yeah. I mean, it really, you got to think about the size of the project too. If you're just calling uh, um, someone in to do a minor repairs on your home, it might not be worth it to hire right. a lawyer, right? But if it's a bigger project, yeah, you really should get a lawyer ahead of time uh, and to go over 
what the contract between you and the contractor says. You should not do an oral contract, you know, with your contractor. Hey, build me a kitchen for $50,000. Okay, here we go. Right. No. You know, you got to put these things in writing and, and, and discussing and agreeing on these sworn statements and lien waivers ahead of time is the best way to avoid problems in the, in the future. Yeah. I imagine they have a lot of leverage now, contractors do, because there's, they're in such high demand as people change things. And, you know, that may be harder. So it's a matter of, you know, speaking up for yourself. All right. Let's say we only got about a minute left. A subcontractor comes after you. That's when we call you, right? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you've got a, con- a subcontractor telling you that they're going to put a lien on your home or threatening, uh, uh, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, definitely get a lawyer on your on your side. Happy to help. And uh, lots of attorneys in Chicago and through the State Bar Association, uh, very skilled people who know about this area of law. Right. I imagine you also do things like what, property disputes, obviously buying and selling a home. You want a real estate agent, foreclosure, defense, all that stuff you guys handle, right? Absolutely, yeah. That's interesting stuff. And I never heard of this. And I know there's listeners out there that have gone through it, 312-981-7200. I'm sure people out there have, because I imagine you get a lot of calls about this, right? Maybe not a ton, but they, they come in. Yeah, you know, you take it for granted. I do. You know, I've been practicing law 30 years, and, and you know, this is just my vocabulary. But I'm I'm never, I'm never always amazed that people don't know about mechanics liens yeah. <laughs> you know, right. until well, it's too late. Well, you met me today, Adam, so there you go. And I host a legal program, so there you are. I'm not a lawyer. Adam Whiteman, partner at Whiteman Borden Law. They do real estate law. Whiteman Borden, B-O-R-D-E-N.com, 312-655-1000, 312-655-1000. Adam, thanks for coming on the program. We appreciate it. Thank you, John. All right. Yep, thank you so much.